Hey everybody, Doug Addison here. Uh, welcome to Spirit Connection. And it is June 7th, 2017. And we are so glad you could join us. And if you just happen to be uh, dropping by, we're welcome. Everybody who joins us every month, we're so glad you do it. Uh, we will be uh, rebroadcasting this as a replay on my website a little bit later. It goes up on, on YouTube, uh, excuse me, iTunes as well as a podcast. So will be checking it out. So uh, anyway, I have some new prophetic words here for June and beyond. Again, this month I'm going to be sharing from my heavenly journals to you. I'm going to open them up, some of the experiences I've been having. And you can chat in your questions to us. We're going to... If you're live, uh, we have a chat room going. We have Pam, Krista, Jenny, April, Zakia, and Nikki. I think I have them all. Thank you so much for my team and all the others behind the scenes. Uh, we'll be doing a Q&A a little bit later in the broadcast. Uh, so you can chat those in. But stay tuned to the end. Listen, I'm going to share with you how to get a free one-to-one 10-minute live prophetic breakthrough call with me. And I'll just share that at the end. Uh, com is my website. Stay connected with me on Facebook, The Doug Addison, Twitter and Insta- Instagram, Doug T. Addison, or check out Daily Prophetic. My Daily Prophetic words, they're on all of social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, hashtag Daily Prophetic. But if you want to get it delivered to your inbox, your email, just like I do, I do it so I can you know, interact with it and everything. Just go to my website and uh, you're going to see the Daily Prophetic there. You can click on that. Also, while you're there, download my free ebook, How to Hear the Voice of God Clearly for Yourself. It will really help you. So if you listen to my weekly Spirit Connection podcast, they've been cranking now for a year. We get lots of good feedback about it. And you can listen online or subscribe to these at iTunes and and download it automatically. All right, this month, I'm going to talk about a few different things. Let you know up up front is the results of the word I've been saying for the last few months. Wait till after May. It's after May, so I'm going to bring the results in. The prophetic word that I released on Pentecost, that's the next set, what's going to happen over the next seven weeks or so. Also a powerful encounter that I had in heaven on Mother's Day, talking about the promotion of mothers and how men are going to be promoted in the month of June. If you add those two together, new divine alliances are coming over the next six months and beyond. But the next six months specifically, there's going to be an alignment That's what I'm going to be talking about. So let's get started. God, we thank you for all the good things you're doing. We thank you, God, for uh, how you can just, we can just reach out on the internet. We pray for all the technology. We pray for everyone listening. We pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would move through the internet. The wind of change has been blowing, but not anymore. Now things are in place. So, Father, we release this word right now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, the wind of change was a prophetic word I've been releasing for the last few months. Is that it comes every time at this year, but it's now died down. In other words, this particular move of God, it's like an angel that comes, repositions things. This time of year started in March, went through May, and now the wait until after May is is here. Now we could actually uh, figure, you know, watch and 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 figure things out for what God's going to do over the next few months. Now I'm a times and seasons prophet, so that's why I'm always giving you. 
times. I'm really, I'm saying for the next seven weeks, for the next 30 days. Some people don't get it. Some people think I'm just stringing you along or something. But, you know, it's it's because I have an Issachar anointing. That was the, the sons of Issachar could understand the times and seasons. This is why I'm able to release a daily prophetic words, weekly words, monthly words, a yearly word in my prophetic uh, forecast books. So just so you know, that's who I am. And so there's not all of them will apply to you, just so you know. So don't think that everything I'm saying here has to be for you. Pray about it. Ask God to, to show you what's for you, what's for later. So this is what's happening right now. Wait till after May is what I was telling everybody, including myself. Now it's what's new after June. That's what's going on right now. God is bringing new things into place. And it might vary from person to person, but the Lord is going to start releasing revelation for various people and various people groups. But overall, you can pretty well pick up on some of this stuff is that we can catch over the next few months a lot of dreams, prophetic words, revelation are going to now start flowing in. Pentecost, the the day of Pentecost, it was the week of uh, Pentecost for me because I was looking at the Jewish uh, holiday of Pentecost was different than the, than what we do in the Christian church. We'd celebrate it on a Sunday, 50 days after Easter, whereas the Jewish Pentecost is celebrated 50 days after Passover. It was all the same week. It doesn't really matter. We're no longer under the law, but God tends to operate on a, a, a Jewish calendar still. But all last week was a powerful time. And so the Lord visited me and said that on July 19th would be a time, actually till now till July 19th, uh, and this is what he said, I'm releasing revelation and power to my people who have suffered. That's what he said. Those who've been going through it for the next six, uh, seven weeks uh, or so, there's going to be a release of new joy and people are going to be uh, replace your suffering with joy and it's going to be powerful. So uh, I'm going to get into a little bit more of that, but Update on my heavenly journals or my heavenly encounters I've been having. It was about a week before Passover in April, the 1st of April. Things started to radically change for me. And I started having heavenly encounters that I were so much detail. I had to dictate them into my computer. And the experiences were so detailed that I've never had anything like this. And it was a, a, more of a narrative. It was like a visions. And I could I, I narrated what I was seeing and interacting with God and with, and with heaven. Never had anything like this in my life, but it, it looks like a book. But the Lord told me that it would be 49 days. I just finished 49 days of two to three hour a day encounters. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, I don't know what to do with it, basically. So the Lord told me that I would have these encounters for 49 days. And then on the 50th day, things would change. Now, the 50th day was last Monday, June 5th. The spiritual atmosphere over my house for sure changed. I had to bring some people in because I'm so used to it now. I had to get some people, some friends to come over and check it out to see if it's, uh, you know, if it's not, if it's just me or is that the Lord? It's extremely thick in here now. And there's such a powerful open heaven over my house, over my office where I'm standing right now that I'm able to access the heavenly realms and interact with the Lord and angels. And there's places the library of heaven, the treasury rooms of heaven. There's all kinds of fun places. You know, for 49 days, I got to really see how heaven works. And it's never a dull moment. I want to tell you, heaven is not a place you're going to go to in the future. It's a place that Jesus said, 
on earth as it is in heaven. When you pray, you can pray on earth as it is in heaven. And I've released some of this stuff in a, in a, in a book called Understanding the Supernatural. I now have, because I've been narrating, I mean, uh, dictating these things, it's now three full books I could really, if, you know, these are, if I release it as a manuscript, it's over 140,000 words. That's three books if I decided to publish it. So in other words, I just, I just wrote three books uh, in 49 days. That tops my, that tops my write a book quickly, which I wrote a book in 30 days. Uh, this was all done by the Lord. But what, what I'm trying to say is, listen, God is releasing revelation right now. Like never before. I've never seen the heavens open the way they are. I've never seen such interaction going on. Now, you don't have to interact like I do. You interact like you do. Because just, I tell you, just a year ago, I didn't have this. Even five years ago, I didn't have this. So just, you interact how God interacts, but you can open things up. We can help you with that. So pray that I know what to do with my heavenly journals. I I don't think I'm going to release them in a book yet or anything like that, but I just have to I notice this when I talk about them, like I'm going to do tonight. When I talk about it or share it with people, it gets very thick and heavy. There's a presence of God that comes. So I'm still having the encounters. The 49 days are up, the 50. I still access, but it's different. It's it's not as intense. It's shorter. I can go in and out. There's side effects to this, by the way. Side effects include laying around the house, drooling, unable to function. Crying, feeling heart sick, <laughs> or today, like what I did today, I was still connected into heaven. I went out to make breakfast, and I heated up the pan to cook breakfast. And I poured my juice into the instead of oil into a hot pan. This is a side effect from interacting with heaven and not coming back fully. So the prophetic word I got for Passover. Let's talk about that for a minute, because I got it during one of the encounters. And I want to share a little bit more with that. I mentioned already. It's the uh, Shabbat is the Jewish. Uh, it's the Jewish holiday, commonly called Pentecost. takes weeks. It takes place seven weeks, the fiftieth day, uh, the seven weeks and one day after Passover, which was in April. So Jesus was resurrected on. Uh, he actually um, he died on Passover fifty days later. And he resurrected 50 days later. The power of the Holy Spirit came to the church on Acts 2 during Pentecost. So the Christian church celebrates it, uh, you know, that after Easter, but it's fine. It doesn't matter what you do. You know, just just look to the Lord. That's all I got to say. So I just want to say this. Listen, the actual holiday was May 30th through June 1st. And the revelation, the power from heaven was was coming. So Pentecost signifies, if you look this up, you can see it on Wikipedia, that the wheat harvest in Israel. It's when they celebrate uh, the harvest. Also, the Torah was given to Moses on Mount Sinai. So during the month of Pentecost, look, what would that, you know, if it were a dream, what would it mean? If it, you know, let's look at it that way. You know, if it's the harvest, then we can reap what we've sown because at a harvest, you reap what you planted. So we can start reaping what we've sown earlier in previous seasons. Also, Moses got the word up on Mount Sinai. So God will release words to us. Plus the Holy Spirit came in power to the church. I'm trying to say that God is releasing things right now. And Isaiah 9, 2 and 3, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And on those living in deep darkness, a light has dawned. You, uh, you have enlarged the nation, increased their joy. 
they rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors replace, rejoice at dividing the plunder. We are in this time right now, blinding white lights coming. God is about to light the way for those, bring joy, bring people out of the wilderness. And so you can catch this prophetic word on my website. And I just said some of it I'm releasing. The Lord said to me, I'm releasing revelation and power for my people who have suffered. For the next seven weeks, new joy is going to come. It's going to replace your suffering. So this is from now till July 19th. And just as it is a time of the harvest, Jesus said, as it is in Israel, in the same way, you're going to reap a harvest for the things you've sown in the past. At the end of seven weeks, you're going to look back and say, I'm in a new place. Write it down. Look on the calendar for Mar- uh, July 19th. Don't listen to the naysayers. They're going to say, yeah, yeah, it never happens. It never works for me. My goodness, no wonder. You just close the heavens by unbelief. Jesus couldn't even do miracles when people had unbelief. So begin to believe. Grab hold of these things. And the Lord says, I'm going to move in unusual ways, through unusual circumstances over the next seven weeks. Might not look, uh, might not understand it at first, but I'm saying this right now so that you'll be able to go back and look at this and grab hold of the joy. And as as the Lord spoke this, honestly, as I was having this encounter, a gate began to open in the spiritual realm, and the name on the gate was joy. So over the next seven weeks, there's going to be an open heaven and a release of revelation and God's power, and you can expect to receive repayment for the attacks of the enemy. Grab hold of these things. Begin to pray it in, honestly. these They're not always a blanket word. They're not always automatic. A lot of the naysayers don't understand that. They contact me, and they Facebook me, and they do all this stuff, and say, it doesn't work, doesn't work. And I say, well, have you been contending for it? Do you get in there and, and you know grab hold of it? So God's going to break the clouds of darkness and bring people out of the wilderness. And we're actually now entering into a new season of joy. So let's activate this right now. Father, we pray right now. Pull out those who are stuck in the wilderness, those who've been suffering, those who need hope. Lord, bring your power, bring your revelation. Break open things right now. Just break open the plans of the enemy that we would know what Satan's doing and that we'd know even more what you're doing, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, I got a word. This is powerful. I wanted to release it last month, but it wasn't ready. And I had my webcast in May and um, May 14th on Mother's Day. I had several visions of a special happening up in heaven. And the Lord said, listen, I went into heaven this day and I had this encounter. And he said, this is the day that you honor mothers on earth. This was May 14th. He said, I tell you that mothers are honored every day in heaven and their purposes in their life are often misunderstood as things don't appear all that great on earth for them because many of them are humble and hidden but in heaven their actions and prayers are very powerful the prayers of a righteous woman jesus said are powerful and effective and then jesus was standing there and i was in in this vision and he pointed to a section of heaven that was dedicated to the prayers of mothers and women and I saw the prayers coming before the Lord and the angels assigning. Uh, they were angels that got assigned to the request. So I noticed that not all the prayers, listen, this is encouraging for you, women, that not all of the prayers were from biological mothers. Some of them were spiritual mothers. In heaven, it didn't matter if you bore a child physically or not. You're given the same honor. And some of the things going on was not even having to do with mothers, but just women 
in general, this was just going on on the on that day. So I watched as the prayers of women on earth went into heaven and angels were assigned capturing them. Some angels were scribe angels. They they captured them into books and put them on these shelves. Other angels were angels of assignment who had authority to assign answers and resources to these. And still others were angels of worship and turned them into uh, turn the prayers into songs, and they were being sung during this process. I was watching like nothing I've seen on earth. It was a beautiful fragrance going on, like perfume, and it literally filled my room as I was having this encounter. And uh, there's a, a, a verse that kind of brings us all together. You keep track of all my tears, all my wanderings, and all my weep- weeping. You've stored up my tears in your bottle. Not one will be lost. You care about me every time I've cried, for it is all recorded in your book of remembrance. Psalm 56, verse 8, the Passion Translation, one of my favorite. So this is it. The books of remembrance are recorded, and the Lord captures your weeping. He captures your tears. This isn't limited to women. This is for everyone. Then I saw those books with the recorded Prayers all line the walls to eternity, the books of remembrance of prayer that have been that hadn't been answered yet. There were millions of books. And I was thinking to myself, my goodness, this is gonna it's gonna take forever to get these things answered. And you know, I was wondering how this was gonna happen. And the Lord stood up and he raised his hands, and millions of angels came suddenly like that, and each took a book and carried it off to a section of heaven where it had to do with that person's life that was in the book and also their calling. And the Lord said this. He said, watch for the answers to these prayers to start coming to you, but they might look different than what you'd expect because God's assigning things right now. And then I was shown my own book of unanswered prayer. My name was right on. I said, unanswered prayer, Doug Addison. I took a peek and there was a lot of my mothers and other people have been praying for me. Thank you. That haven't been answered yet. And so I know this is a very, very exciting time. Jesus said, many women have sown in tears and they're about to reap a harvest of joy. And many are being promoted with new authority and new spiritual gifts that are going to be coming to them. Jesus said this. He says, many are going to be promoted right now on Mother's Day. And so then I saw an angel holding a golden scroll and I heard a trumpet blast and the angel began to read. It was a tiny little scroll. I thought, oh, there's not that many people on there, you know, but this angel started reading and the scroll kept going and going and going and going and kept reading and the names of all the women. And then finally, the Lord says, these are the names of the women who are being promoted, who are receiving honor in heaven. And they're about to receive favor and blessings on earth for a lot of the things they did were hidden. And I watched these names were being read by the angel. And then also angels were being dispatched to that person on earth. And the women receiving these blessings and repayment, new gifts, new anointings, all these things were starting to come as of last month and it's going to continue to come. And some of them had not been recognized on earth, even though he'd done some amazing things in heaven for the Lord. And the Lord says that he's promoting the humble. He's promoting people right now. The names of the women who were up from her promotion were finally read, completed. And the angel holding that scroll said, let it be recorded 
in the books of heaven, that the names of these women have been read. They've been promoted this day. And they were put, I saw a scribe angel record all these names into a book uh, that was uh, taken to the library of heaven. Now, some people are saying, where is this in the Bible? Well, I see it all the time now that I've been there. I see it all the time in the Bible as I'm reading now. Psalm 87, 6, the Lord will write in the register of the peoples. He will write things. He records things all the time. I don't have time to go into all the details, but I was, I was there wondering while I was watching this. I was wondering about the prayers and promotions of men. What about men? You know, I was told that there's a section in heaven dedicated to the prayers of men. This one was women. This, the other one were the prayers and promotions of men. And they, there was another section that was going to be, uh, that actually the promotions were going to come at Father's Day. Now we celebrate the U.S. Father's Day in, in June, I think, yeah, June 17th. So the Lord spoke to me that many men are going to be promoted into new positions of authority in, at Father's Day this month. So here's the good news. He just promoted all the women in May. A lot of them, not all of them, but you know, the ones who are up for it. And now we have promotion coming for those in the, uh, coming in June. So we're going to see some things. My goodness. He's going to bring the promotion of men and women together. And I saw partnerships and teams being formed as men and women both being promoted, now being operating at new spiritual level, levels. It's not like, if you understand heaven, you won't be thinking, uh, oh, you're saying women are going to be promoted over me if you're a man. You won't be thinking that way. You know, Jesus gave this command, or Paul, the Apostle Paul gave that command. He says, love your wife as Christ loves the church. That's not just for married people. Jesus never demanded submission. He never was mean. He never had these things. So we want to, we want to move in this, uh, we want to move in love and unity that's being released right now. It's not about who this and, uh, you know, who's greater. It is not at all. The Lord's the greatest and the humble gets promoted. So God is bringing both men and women together for strategic teams that will greatly impact the kingdoms. Now, the Lord told me over the next six months between now to the end of the year, it's not limited exactly to that, but there's going to be a new unity in the spirit that's going to open up new ministries, new businesses, new relationships, going to be focused fully on the purposes of doing God's will. And this is going to align us for the coming revival in 2018. Matthew 13, 44, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, he went and sold all that he had and bought that field. The things that are happening right now are really like hidden treasure. And that God is going to bring you joy. And you're going to sell it all. So it doesn't mean you have to sell it all. But you will be willing to sacrifice whatever. That's what my wife and I have gone through. We found hidden treasure in a field a long time ago. We gave it all into the kingdom and our great joy came. Many people get excited about, uh, you know, when God's going to do something and, you know, he, he speaks something, especially in the prophetic and if you journal and track it. But then sometimes you forget to go back to it. This is what God's saying right now. He's going to be renewing promises that he made to you years ago. Some people laid things down. Some women did. They laid down careers and, and they laid down going to school. They laid down ministries for the sake of their family. 
The Lord's going to be restoring those things right now. And, uh, you know, that God's going to be speaking to you in hidden treasure. And there's going to be a new effectiveness that's going to come. You know, as God begins to release this new thing from heaven, these are what I'm speaking about right now. There's going to be partnerships, promotions. There's going to be all kinds of different things start to happen. And the whole point is to become more effective in our families, our ministries, or businesses. God's going to change the hearts of people. Listen, those you thought were the least likely to be awakened to the Lord are going to get something's going to happen. And fresh strategies are going to be released from heaven to establish new things. We're going to see a move of God begin to, up next year, take greater shape. But couples and ministries and business partnerships and ministry partnerships are going to be brought together for the, the sole purpose of expanding the kingdom on earth. Now, some existing marriages will be strengthened in, in part of this word. They'll, their focus uh, you know, to, to couples will be ultimately to, to give their destinies to God. Now, this isn't everybody, but there'll be people who suddenly get these divine alliances. The focus for these families will not be on earthly possessions, but they'll have a, or some of them won't have a traditional family life. This isn't required for everybody. I'm saying there's gonna, they're already starting now, but there's gonna be a new focus and the new strategy from the Lord will be similar for businesses and ministries. The right people will be brought together at the right time in the right place to create and release anointing and finances. And it will look strange to many people because age, race, uh, social background may not be a barrier to some of these partnerships, some of these marriages, some of the business uh, partners. I tell you, this there's something going to happen. People who have been seeing themselves as going into ministry someday will suddenly find out they are ministry. Their entire life is ministry. That's what I've discovered. I am ministry. And you don't go into something, you are. That's what the Lord's bringing. Many men and women have been single for a number of years. And because God has spared you from marrying someone who does not share the same destiny, or maybe you did get married and ended up divorced, God's doing something right now. You're, I tell you, he's going to awaken something new. And many people will be, will be quick to judge this movement that's coming right now. It's already been started for a while because it will look, it'll look uh, quite strange. But if you use discernment, you're going to be able to operate through this. These new marriages, ministries, business partnerships, these teams will have a passion and a single focus of the Lord. And maybe you've heard about, I've talked about this. I've been, uh, had this, message called Divine Alliances is a book I used to have out. And the Lord spoke to me. This was back in 1991. This is what he said from the Divine Alliances word that this is what's coming about right now. He said, a time is coming when I am going to do strategic alignment or realignment in my kingdom. And I'm going to suddenly move people into place of greater effectiveness. Many of you have felt like I have forgotten you. But I want to tell you that I've saved you for this new time, for such a time as this. I'm moving in marriages. I'm moving in ministries. I'm moving in businesses. These partnerships will accomplish way more than you could do alone. And this is going to happen quickly. And it will look strange to many people. But the Lord says, trust that I am with you 
and he will give you confirmation of this. So this prophecy was from that major evangelic uh, visitation I had in 1991, and the Lord spoke to me uh, Big Sur, and I've been talking about it over uh, the last uh, couple decades, or, you know, since 2004, I think, and um, at, this, at the time that I got it, 91, I myself was not in a good place. You know, I was, uh, I was struggling, I was suffering, my wife had, not, I've been remarried now 21 years, my wife Linda, but my previous wife, uh, you know, we were, I was separated when I got that, I was a mess, I was out of ministry, I was in debt, but I want to say something, listen, God moved on me, he gave me, I lived this out, and God moved on me over the next three years between 91 and 93. I got all kinds of inner healing. Four years later, I met and married my wife, Linda, for the last 21 years. She uh, she brought the healing and stability that I needed to do what I do now. Then the season and period of time came, the divine strategies for marriage, business, and ministry partnerships. God gave us strategies for business. We had businesses together, my wife and I, with other people as well. We were able to sell it and finance our ministry that we still do today. And our ministry was a, a our our ministry, uh, our business was something a new strategy. But my business, the ministry, was church planting. It was a new wineskin doing outreaches to people around the world who've been wounded uh, by religion or church. So I've been doing this for a long time now. But I've lived out this prophetic word and like never before. It's called end time marriages, but it's not just marriage. It's a marriage with the Lord. It's a marriage with someone else. It's a marriage with a business partner. It's a marriage with a ministry partner. It's not limited to marriage. I've never seen this like this before, that God is releasing the new power and agreement. Deuteronomy 32.30 describes a principle where one can put a thousand to flight and two, 10,000. Matthew 18.19, again, I tell you, Jesus says, if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. Ecclesiastes 4.9. These are some, some of the few principles that God's bringing together right now. And as he moves on marriages, existing marriages will be strengthened. I'm just repeating this. Some spouses will not agree with it and may, maybe already has happened. Uh, you know, there'll be maybe separations and divorces, even though it's not God's will, but God will redeem anything. Don't let the uh, ultra, uh, I'm just saying, don't let the ultra religious spirit really come down on you if you messed up in your life or anything like that. That God is a God of second, third, fourth, fifth chances. And I know that I don't look good on paper, just want to say, but God has redeemed me and he will redeem you. So, Listen, some have been kept single, some were widowed, some were divorced, but God's going to suddenly move. And this movement will draw people together for the purposes of the kingdom. That's what's so important to understand for the purposes. Some, uh, you know, well, maybe have been taken to heaven already. Maybe you've lost a spouse or something. I heard this today, John 12, 24. Very truly, I say to you, unless a colonel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. For those who have lost spouses, guess what? You're going to, I tell you, you're going to reap a harvest. And I don't want to scare anybody with, I'm not saying people are going to die or anything like that. I'm not saying get divorced. I'm just saying, 
Get ready for things to happen. Don't use this prophetic word to justify anything outside of God's will for you. Uh, this is going to be a time that strategic alliances are going to come together as couples and groups and people, uh, organizations, uh, would, you know, are going to come together. There's going to be new ministries, anointings, businesses that will accomplish way beyond what you could do alone or be able to do separately. Instead of seeing a large number of unequally yoked people like we do now, we're going to see a larger number of equally yoked people where it's, it's going to be a, a focus. Again, remember that some people are going, who is least likely are suddenly going to be awakened to the Lord. You're going to have to really take a second look at them. So get ready for these things. What's the timing of it? Well, I don't know. You know, I heard over the next seven, uh, six months, things are going to start, but it's never limited to that. So let me activate this right now. Lord, I just pray in Jesus' name. We activate the open heaven of, of joy that I, that I saw, the mothers being promoted, the women being promoted, the answered prayers of the unanswered prayers being released to earth. And now, Father, for the, for the promotion that's coming of men in the month of June, I pray in the name of Jesus that these things come together right now like a mighty, mighty sling, like a, a convergence that's going to happen in the spiritual realm that's going to break things open. We need a revival right now, Lord. Let the, don't, I just have been praying this every single day. So listen, let the blood of those who are crying out be heard in heaven. Let the blood of the injustice that's happening in the street, all the senseless murders, all these different things that are going on right now, let the blood reach your ears, Lord, and send your revival now. Send that open gate of joy. In fact, I feel this, that that's why the Lord's releasing this new thing as a response now to all the injustices, all the murder, the senseless killing and the terrorism. Don't look at this. The Lord is way greater than all these things. Father, I pray for the unanswered prayers to be released upon us. I pray, Father, that we would move together in unity and joy and the coming promotions of men this month. I pray for these divine alliances, these new strategies that are coming together. Wow. In Jesus' name, open the heavens now, Lord. I pray for dreams and visions, understanding your will, supernatural encounters. In the name of Jesus, amen. Wow. Wow, I tell you, the, the presence, when I start talking about this stuff, it gets so thick, I have to take two naps a day. I can't even believe how you know, difficult it's been. All right, back to back to some business. Uh, you can donate on my website, DougAddison.com, uh, if you uh, if you uh, want to give. And there's also giving by text. But I, you know, I just forgot the number. I'm so out of it that I forgot the number. But if you if you click the donate button, you can also give you information. I'm donating uh, by text as well. I can't remember the number. I'm kind of um. Uh, I'm drunk in the spirit at the moment. You can become a partner with us in Light Connection uh, with our ministry. Uh, those are people who support us monthly. Just go to my website and click on the donate button. Check it out there. Also, there's a special bonus this month. We have an online ministry school 
and it's called Hearing the Voice of God 365. And if you want to learn to discern, I tell you, this is so powerful. And this is what I said at the beginning, that it's a special for the month of June only. Uh, we want to get a group, a, a lively group that to go through, through over, throughout the summer and as a year, uh, you know, that you can do it once a month, but, um, uh, maybe you've been trying to decide whether to do it. But this month, if you prepay it, normally it's, it's $44 a month for 12 months and you can do that. But to, to be eligible for this, uh, for this, uh, opportunity, this isn't a drawing or anything. It's anybody who prepays in the month of June. I'm going to give you a, a free personalized 10 minute prophetic breakthrough call with me. It's a one on one, uh, breakthrough call for any, any of you who enroll, uh, and pay the, uh, pay. Uh, the full year, the, by the first month, then you'll get, you'll get that with me. Now, a lot of people are signing up. We've got a bunch of them coming. I'm real excited about it. You can click on the link right there, hearinggod365.com. But listen, let me tell you more about the school. Summer's a great time to start because you can fit it into your schedule. And listen, this isn't school. There's no tests. There's no deadlines. There's no required reading. There's no grades. It is an activation school and you watch videos, you listen to audios, you, uh, you get these activation exercises that you can do. We can do them on vacation. You can do them at work. This is not like anything you've ever seen. I've been doing this for years. It's activation. It'll, I tell you, it'll help you. Then we'll get on a call once a month. I do a, a live phone call, but you can do the, uh, anyway, just go to Eric God 365. Also, um, Kicking off the summer sale uh, we have through June 20th, you, it's your chance to get a lot of my training courses, uh, MP3s on sale. We've discounted everything, dozens of them right now. Some of them as low as $5. Uh, we've got the dish, the dream crash course, write your book now by online training. Those aren't $5, but you, they're reduced dramatically. And uh, write your book now is how I, I walk you through, give you all the tools to write a book in 30 days. I give you everything you need and publish it on Kindle. And I also have the prophetic tattoo and piercing interpretation online course. Anyway, go there to my website, dougaddison.com. Haven't heard my book. My newest book just came in. We're shipping it now. And it's, it is so powerful discovering the supernatural, interacting with the angelic and heavenly realms in your daily life. It's so powerful. We have it in PDF uh, also Kindle and paperback. I want to now go to the Q&A time and I'm going to shift over here because Pam has uh, some questions for us that they got them queued up for me to read if I can read. All right. Now, if we don't get to your question, don't get upset about it. We spend a lot of time uh, and do these on our podcast and I do them all throughout blogs and different things like that. Okay. Wow. Here's a question from John. Do you have any insight on how to learn deeper mysteries of God? Oh yeah, I sure do. In fact, that's some of the stuff that I lay out in the book. I don't, I'm not trying to sell you a book, but before I can uh, explain all this, one would be to, to value the word of the Lord. Write it down. Value that and then research it. That's what I call activating it. I've got a little book. If you don't want to get the big book, 
on Supernatural Encounters. I've got a book that's called uh, uh, Activating Your Prophetic Word. God Spoke Now What? And How to Activate Your Prophetic Word. And I talk about this. The deeper mysteries come when you begin to pray into and activate your word. Do something practical. Write it down. Begin to research it. Google it. Ask God to open your eyes and you'll see. Uh, you really will start to see it a new level. All right, here's another one. Here's a, uh, a, um, a question. How do we, how do we walk in an open heaven? And I guess how do you live under an open heaven? And, uh, and again, I hate to say this, but I go through this step by step on how to open the heavens in understand your dreams now. I'm not understand, but in, um, uh, experiencing the supernatural, understanding the supernatural. Sorry, I'm really kind of experiencing it right now, but I go through this, how to open the heavens over you. And first of all, a lot of the heavens get closed. What are the heavens? Uh, you'll notice that Jesus actually went to certain places to pray. And, you know, he went to the Mount of Olives. It was a place, though, that he couldn't do any healing. So he had to move around. There's places that have a, more of a bronze or a closed heaven over them than other places. But there's also people. We have the Holy Spirit now. So there's people who actually have that, that too. And I want to tell you how you can open it is, is get rid of unbelief. If unbelief could stop miracles from happening around Jesus himself, then believing that God still wants to speak, believing these things. I say, I say this all the time. A lot of people have a closed ability to hear the Lord, a closed heaven over them is because they grumble and complain. What you sow, therefore you shall reap. If you're sowing grumbling and complaining all the time, you are going to reap a closed heaven, you're going to reap over you the inability to know what God's saying. And so if you want to open the heavens, what I recommend then is you begin to go on that negative talk and negative thought fast, begin to believe that God wants to speak to you and you're going to see some amazing, amazing things start to happen. All right, here's one from Alex. The month of May has come, uh, but nothing has happened yet. Does this mean that I missed the boat? Oh, absolutely not. Because uh, I said it, it's after May. And by the way, some people wait for something big, like a big boat come, come in, you know, that you're, but God may have moved something, the rudder beneath the surface. He made, like he did with me, he moved the rudder just a little bit. And you're going to turn that big boat around. May take some time, take weeks or more. And he's looking for you. Some people sit back and wait for it to come and watch and say, I missed it. But if you're looking every day and watching that, it wasn't May that I said. I said May was going to be the uh, the wind of change come. And then after May, we'd start seeing things. For In my case, listen, my case is right around April. Like, yeah, the wind of change came and I suddenly started having these different encounters. And now after June, after end of May and now into June, the heavens are open in my house like never before. Now, that that was a dramatic example, but maybe it's something different for you. And so watch for that. Yeah, Tweety said this, on 6-3 at 3 a.m., I was half asleep and I went into a, um, a violent shaking about one minute. What was this? Well, the first thing you need to do with any of these things, and this is what we teach in our school, our Hearing God 365, we teach, we teach you to learn to discern. The first thing you need to do is ask the Lord, was that from him or not? You do, you need to learn to discern there's different things that you can do to learn to discern. I don't know if that was God 
uh, on you. You know, it depends. Did it? How did it feel? Was it negative? Was it positive? We train you on exercises that will say, you know, go back to the last time you remember hearing God or experiencing God that you knew it was Him. Study that. Know how it's. You know, you don't want to study the counterfeit. If you were, uh, you know, working in the FBI for the counterfeiting money, you wouldn't study counterfeit money. Study the real. So we ha- we get you to go back study the real. So that you know when this comes on you, and, and maybe in this case uh, with Tweety, that you didn't know if it the real. Maybe now from now on you'll you'll start to know, and you can you can ask God to show you what it was. Here's one from Peggy. How do I help make my dreams come true? So I, I assume you're not talking about dreams at night. I assume you're talking about life dreams, because a lot of the dreams at night can point to you towards your life dreams. We found that out, and so how can you make them come true? Well, you know, I wrote a book called Personal Development God's Way. It's a way unutterated book. Some say it was one of the better books I wrote. I've written over 10 books, but it Personal Development God's Way will walk you through exactly steps, step by step even, to make your dreams come true. Now, that's only if they were, there's a lot of stipulations there. It's assuming that your dreams are in line with God because, you know, he's the Lord says that, uh, you know, that you can, Actually, if your heart gets in line with him, you can get the desires of your heart. But, you know, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. So your dreams might be a desires of your heart list. So to get your dreams to come true, then you need to make sure that you're lined up with it. Get aligned with, to make sure you're aligned with the good things of God. Get rid of unbelief. Begin to, you know, uh, learn the character of God so that you'll know that he's not a mean father. There's all these different things that you can do that can open that heaven over you and prepare you to align you for that new thing that's coming to you. And it's a process. So understand, it's like a connect the dots drawing, Peggy. So uh, I want to encourage you. All you have to do is find the next dot. And it's a great process. Here's one from Janie. People are talking about a spirit about spiritual travel, but I don't see that in the Bible. Well, now listen. There's there's two different things. There's a soulish travel. There's astral projection and and things that's done by in the New Age, and that's not what we're talking about here. When when people travel in the spirit, it's when God moves you, and you don't do it yourself. I'll show you in the Bible. I don't have the exact verses. Forgive me because I wasn't prepared for this question. But I want to tell you that uh, it's called, uh, you know, being able to uh, be moved from one place to another. Look up Elijah. Elijah was, uh, he was taken in the spirit. He was known for being taken in the spirit and appearing in a different place. In Acts chapter 8, you'll see that that, uh, Philip goes and witnesses to the Ethiopian eunuch. And he was taken in the spirit to another city afterwards. He was literally transported to that city. Jesus, I can't remember which gospel it's in, but it's when the storm comes up and the disciples are afraid. Jesus gets in the boat and they were, they said they had rowed halfway. It says this, listen, they rowed halfway through the Sea of Galilee. And so Jesus gets in their boat and they're instantly at the other side. That is a transportation in the spirit with the power of the Holy Spirit of a boat, 12 disciples, and Jesus. And I want to tell you, these things can happen. Now, you can't make them happen. I've been trans uh, transported in the Spirit, but I don't ask. I, I mean, I ask the Lord to use me. I don't ask 
or I don't make it happen. I don't sit there and meditate and, uh, and it happen. But I tell you, and I've got this in, in several of my books and things that I talk about it, is that I talk about a time when I was praying one night and I was about to go to Baker's. I lived in Santa Maria, California. I was about to go to Bakersfield the next day for a meeting. And it was a two-hour drive that night. It was like a dream. I, I went to that place. It was a dreamlike state. It was something that happened in the spirit. The Lord took me there. I saw the meeting and I'd never been there. It was a church I'd never been at. I saw the, the, the leaders that I knew previously, hadn't seen them in a long time. And I went over to Bakersfield. I saw that their haircuts had changed. Next day, I went there and it was exactly that. Exactly. Now it seemed like a dream. Most of these things are like a dream, but study it, you'll see. And that's why, again, I wrote my book, Understanding the Supernatural, so that you can see the biblical understanding of these things as well. Check it out. Alex says, why am I getting dark and condemning dreams? Uh, it's been going on for 10 years now. Now, I go through a season of dark dreams. Dark and condemning dreams are showing that there's something in uh, either in your generational calling, which would be what you were, you know, it's something from your, uh, your family line that you're called to fulfill. We see this over and over because the genealogy is mentioned around Jesus. It's mentioned all the time. It was something very important having to do with what you're called to do. Now, I had dark dreams. I still do. Sometimes you'll have a dark dream because and if you're having a series for 10 years, that's why I'm focusing on this. There's some inner healing you might need. There's some things that God's trying to show you. He's trying to show you through those dark dreams because it might uh, be our own uh, things that we do, or it could be the things in our generational past. That, that's as well. And people argue with me over this, but I want to tell you, I'm moving in what I'm doing now because I did this kind of work. And I still have kind of darkish dreams sometimes. In fact, I just have one. Just I had a couple this week, but it showed something in my own soul so that we can get to the place like Jesus said. Satan, when J Satan came to him and met him in the wilderness, Jesus was able to overcome the temptations from Satan. And he said that, you know, the Satan is leaving, but he'll be back, but he's found nothing in me. And that's what the Lord's trying to get us to a place, not a place of holiness and that you'll never sin, but a place where we've dealt with the issues of our soul, pride, bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, rage, malice, you know, judging other people, all that stuff that comes out of your mouth and goes into your head, that stuff can be the things that that Satan will have something in common with you and he will attack you through those. And especially these days, today, there's so much anger over the internet. There's so much anger. And I say, oh, I tell those people, they go, I don't have anger. And then I start talking about politics or something just to see what they got in them. And they, they rise up or I start talking about you know, really hot button issues with people today. So I want to encourage everybody. This is a time to clean up our calling, to clean things up. The Apostle Paul said that there shouldn't even be a hint of sexual immorality. You know, a number of years ago, I didn't think that was possible in my life. You know, years ago when I had a bad upbringing, but I'm walking in that now, not because of holiness, because I've dealt with the issues of my soul. Satan no longer has something in common. But that doesn't open the heavens as much as you would think that, you know, that's good and everything. But the opening the heavens is coming from the process of cleaning up your mouth. Read the book of James. Oh my goodness, it'll be really talk to you about that. It'll give you a talking to about how you talk. 
and it, it matters. Jesus says it's not what's in a man's stomach. It's what, you know, it's what comes out of his mouth. It's not what goes in. It's not what you eat. It's about what comes out of you. And especially on the social media, especially while you're driving your car and no one's looking. I've had to deal with these things. Anyway, I got another one here. Alex says, um, oh, no, that was Alex. Sorry, Alex. Donna says, how can I get people, um, how can I tell if you're having a dream or a vision? Do visions come true? Well, you know, they're pretty much in the same realm. Dreams tend to be symbolic and visions are more literal. So visions, you know, it's, it's like splitting hairs. You can have a, a vision at night. It's Visions are literal. They don't need interpretation. You can have a vision while you're sleeping. Daniel, the book of Daniel, talks about night visions. And, but dreams can, can be something that's more symbolic that you need to interpret. I have a book called Understand Your Dreams Now that I unpack all this stuff and explain it to you along with my four-step, easy-step model of some train tracks to roll, get you rolling and, and a um, also a a, uh, a a dream journal and my dream crash course takes it even further than that I just want to tell you about these things some people don't even know they just know, think that I do the daily prophetic and they don't even know I have all this online training that can you can take at your leisure and uh, I will really help you all right here's another one uh, this is from light 227 do we um, do you see God opening up opportunities for Christians to reach out through movies music etc Absolutely. That's why I live in LA. That's why I live and minister here. And that there's opportunities like never before because a lot of Christians have left their post because they got wounded or they, they thought it was evil. They were told to get away from it like I was early on. Get away from that stuff. It's evil. You know, we should be avoiding the world. You should be staying out. And then one day I, you know, I just wrote a blog about this. I just was talking uh, uh, about it, about people worried about being compromised, about compromising themselves. You know, it, it's crazy. Compromising yourself is just means it doesn't mean to be around people who don't be around people who who need God's love. You know, don't be around sinners, so to speak, because Jesus hung out with these people. It compromise. It's the silliest thing to be. I mean, it it's a lie. They told me when I came into the church, and I, I needed to. I did need to get cleaned up. I had to get out of drugs and get off off of things, you know, and get get out of the world to get into the church. But then they told me. Boy, they told me this strict, don't you dare go back to that stuff. Don't get near it. You'll compromise yourself. And that's what Jesus said. And I started looking it up, and I never found that he ever said that. In fact, what I found, right where he talks about in the Great Commission, he says, go and obey everything I told you. And what was that? Was that to avoid people? No, it wasn't. It was to love people. And that's why we need to love people. And as we do that, it's going to open up opportunities just like this to get to uh, to minister, to reach out with movies, music, all kinds of fun things. And I just want to invite you to it because it's so, so powerful. All right. Here's one from uh, Yeshua Bride, this question. Can you see what is written in your heavenly book, in your book in heaven? Well, you can ask the Lord. Ask the Lord what's in it. 
And um, sometimes it's not like you stand. I mean, these experiences, some up until just recently, I started having these more vivid, detailed ones. But for a number of years, I've been in the prophetic ministry for 25 years. I haven't been a prophet that long, but I've been a prophet for, at, you know, at least uh, seven and where I'm operating in the office of a prophet, but I did not have the ability to go into heaven the way it is right now. Now, I'm just saying that things are changing right now. We're able to, but I want to warn you, just don't go barging in someplace. Don't go pushing yourself in. Ask the Lord. Ask permission. And then you'll have it in dreams. Mine come in dream and vision format. Up until this past year, most of my stuff looked like a dream. It was a dream. I'd dream and I'd go there. And the Lord would show me a book. And I saw my book, but then I couldn't see it. You know, I couldn't read it. And uh, that indicates that he's he's... He's got things for you and it's not time yet and the timing will come. But yeah, you can ask the Lord to reveal it to you. You can ask him to show you what's written in your book. Now I can tell you what is written in books. I've seen the books of, of heaven, in heaven. Your sins are not there. They're under the blood of Jesus, I tell you. That's why it's so important when we start to think about our sins. We start to, there's two things that can kill you on this, not necessarily physically, but they can really kill your encounters. Uh, it would be this, is going back and, and rehashing your sin with the Lord like, you, like you're not forgiven. That will keep it alive. Even you're forgiven. I don't care if you've asked forgiveness over and over. You're forgiven. The other thing, is when you go back and you think about the old, you fantasize about the old ways. When you do that, you're keeping that alive. What we want to do is die to the old and begin to move into the new and accept that God loves us. And as we do this, what's in your book then, you'll find out what's in your book are things that you have yet to fulfill. What I found out was in, in my book. It talked about seasons and different things of life. Now, every year we kind of get an update uh, right around Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. You don't need to see in it. You just need to know in your spirit. This is what's important. Learn to, what's important is to learn to discern. The first step is to get to know the character of God. Get to know him. If you don't know the character of God, not just the God in the Bible that's some rule-based thing, you know, that's like he's ready to taskmaster judge you and snap you down and he's angry. That's not the the God of the Bible. It really is. He's, that is not the Father. He would Jesus would not say the words, would a father give his son or daughter a bad gift? The same way as with my Father in heaven. And this... I tell you, there's the first thing, the best thing that you can do is get to know God's character. Understand that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. The Lord loves you. He wants He wants to uh, pour himself out to you. Now, there's some people who say, ah, I'm tired of that. So I hate that kind of mansy pansy Christianity. Well, you know what? You are not going to be able to move in this new revival coming because that's exactly what Jesus did. He didn't come. The only time he got judgmental was to religious people who thought they had his heart and judged like you are judging right now. Tough love is not even in the Bible. I'm not saying, by the way, uh, that uh, um, Yeshua, it, I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying, I'm speaking to some people here that I can feel prophetically who are struggling. The Lord wants to release this to you. He wants to release this love, this, this ability to move in the Spirit, the ability to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. Love your neighbor as yourself. Shockingly, 
What's in heaven more than anything is love. What's in your book of heaven more than anything is love. And when I finally got to mine, I got to my book in heaven, I was shocked when I found out that God loved me. I mean, that's what it was. I was spending these in, these encounters over and over with God. I was spending all this time over and over. And what was happening was he was saying these words. I love you. I love you. I love you. Over and over. And that's what you can get in your heart. All right. Wow. Our time's done. I can't believe it. Anyway. So, Father, we pray you'd seal these things. I pray for everybody would be able to have to experience you. I pray, Father, we'd understand your love. I pray that we would have these these encounters would come for the purposes. Look this up. Of first uh, Ephesians one seventeen, the Apostle Paul said, "I pray that you would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know Him better." That's what I pray for you that you would know Him better. All right, everybody. DougAddison.com is my website. Check it out. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out my daily prophetic words. God bless you guys. See you on the internet.